This episode is brought to you by TickPick, where smart fans buy and sell tickets. Check out TickPick for the best ticket prices for your next game, concert, or event, and use promo code PODCAST to save 10 bucks off any order over $49. That's T-I-C-K-P-I-C-K dot com. Promo code PODCAST. This episode of Guys Talking Sports is being brought to you by mybookie.ag, the safest place to play, the only place I take my action, the only place I trust. Visit mybookie.ag today. What's up, everybody? On this week's episode of Guys Talking Sports, we reveal our predictions from week uh, week seven, or I believe it's week eight, actually. Uh, we make our predictions for week nine. Uh, we touch on the World Series. Uh, giving love to both LA and Houston because we don't know who's going to win. Uh, we touched on Ezekiel Elliott in the NFL, and we also discussed a little bit of the NBA. So make sure to tune in. I don't know if you can feel, hear the music, but I'm going to go a little bit retro 80 music on you. I'm listening. We not, I hear, I'm hearing crickets. I don't hear. Yeah, I don't hear much. <laughs> All right, you can't hear it. <laughs> theme music in there. It was uh, Phil Collins and uh, Phil Bailey, Easy Lover. Ah. <laughs> ah. Can't go wrong, my man, Phil. Yeah, eat. Miracle worker. <laughs> How you doing tonight, Mr. Quarles? Man, I'm tired. I'm rooting for the Astros to take it home. Um, other than that, let's let's get right into it. I'm ready. <laughs> All right, then. So, if we're going to jump into it real quick, uh, we have to do our recap of who won last week. Not me. Yeah, because you're out week. Were you out there hunting lions and tigers and bears? In your yeah. special assignment. Oh, you was? Yeah, yes, I was. Mm-hmm. And I'll be hunting a lion in this weekend. <laughs> All right. So pulling up the week eight results. And let's just see. All right, sir. So... First game was a Thursday nighter. The Ravens Dolphins. The Ravens uh, destroyed the Dolphins <laughs> to to a drumming of uh, forty to nothing. Al and I we both we both selected the Ravens, so we're starting off on a hot start. Uh, next up on the first Sunday night game was a Sunday day game. Excuse me, it was Vikings Browns. Vikings took the W. We we both we both selected that. Uh, Pats Chargers, uh, Pats came away victorious, so we're both three for three. Saints Bears, well, once again, we're four for four. We both picked the Saints. Carolina Tampa, we both picked Tampa, and it was Carolina. I don't know how that even happened, but okay. <laughs> well, from what I'm understanding now, Jameis has a bum shoulder. Okay, that explains a lot. 
Yeah, I would have changed my outcome off of that. Yeah. <laughs> Next one up was Bengals Colts. Uh, this one was a nail biter, but the Bengals ended up winning twenty four twenty three. We both selected Bengals. Uh, the next one was the Raiders and Bills. Uh, we were both wrong, sir. Uh, the Bills uh, smashed the Raiders. <laughs> I'm just shaking my head on that one. Like, right. Like, right. Derek Carr showed his butt uh, the week before, and then he came back and laid a dud. Yeah. Right. Week, so. I wasn't even expecting that. Well, then again, we wasn't, you know, we always had Oakland in a bead better than where it was with Derek Carr. So we'll see how that goes continuing on. Agreed. All right, so I knew not to bet for my 49ers because I knew the Eagles was going to smash them, and they did, they, they did just that. Uh, yeah, this match was so pointed. They traded QBs and a whole bunch of people. Uh, yeah, and they talked about that. You made a, they made them change the whole roster. <laughs> That's what you know there's a problem. <laughs> this is like, yo. All y'all, Brian Hoyer, go to Patriots. You know we'll get Jimmy Jimmy G. They gave him a fourth-round pick, which I don't know if that's going to be good or bad, but that was an ass-whipping to the point where they just basically said, well, we got to change the whole lineup. Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> not everybody. Was, at least it's not a fire sale just yet, but it's, I'm sure it's happening. <laughs> yeah. No, but I will say this. I, I mean, well, 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 we'll continue on, but I will say this. As much as that it seems, like, they still not the, bad, the worst team in the NFL. I'm sorry. I don't know, man. If they play Cleveland, I don't know who would win. <laughs> no, 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 no. If they play Cleveland, San Francisco has a great chance of winning. I, I'm, we'll, we'll, I'll talk about Cleveland later. Like, that whole thing is just still mind-blowing to me. Yeah, well, I, I don't know. I might have to put my dollar on Cleveland. <laughs> That's just the way I feel. All right. Uh, next one was Falcons-Jets. Sir, Sir Al, you picked the Jets, and I picked the Falcons. Uh, the next game, Seahawks-Texans. Man, I missed I missed the game. But boy, that was – I heard that was the game of the week right there. Without question. <laughs> Without question. That was not even – like, to be honest, if that could have been like a Super Bowl type of a game – like, that would have been one of the best Super Bowl games out there. Like, there should be no reason why Deshaun Watson should not be Rookie of the Year. I'm sorry. Like, that, that, there should be a protest if he's not Rookie of the Year. I, I, I think he wanted that weekend. Right. <laughs> I think you're exactly right. I think right. so. And my dumb butt, thinking because he's playing the Seahawks, I didn't start him on my fantasy squad. <laughs> you ain't the only one. <laughs> I was like, he played the Seahawks. Nobody does well against the Seahawks. What do he do? He just went out there casually through the 404 TDs or five TDs or however many damn TDs he had. Either way, he let it was the defense's reason why they didn't win. He won that game. <laughs> but I digress. No, I agree with you. Like, and it was crazy because I sent him and I needed those points alone to win the whole fit, like my matchup. I was like, I, I, you just can't play this. Like, you can't even. Man, let me tell you something. I was fortunate that, you know, I started Big Ben as my quarterback, and I had Juju Smith's, uh, Juju's sister, whatever his name, Juju Smith's sister, uh, as my flex player. And both Big Ben and Juju had to save a lot of points, and it was just enough <laughs> to let me win. I was like, ah, oh, boy, I tell you. <laughs> 
Either way, I still got the victory, but it was a uh, hard fought. <laughs> All right, the next the next game up is the uh, Cowboys Redskins. Uh, we both selected the Cowboys. Uh, then we both the next was Steelers Lions, and we both selected the Steelers. And the Monday Nighter was Chief Broncos, and we both selected the Chiefs. So Al, you went one, two, three, four. Five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. You went one, two, three, four, one, two, nine. One, two, I can't count today. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. No, you went ten and three. And I went one, two, three, four, five, six. At all. And if we're moving on to week nine, week nine, I tell you. All right, turn it up. All right, so we got the Thursday nighter Bills versus Jets. Who? Bills, Jets. Jets are the home team. Jeez, I don't even know. <laughs> yeah, that's like a toss up. Like, no, I'm gonna go with the Bills. They they got a better record right now. Uh, I go with the, and I go with the Bills. And for uh, Calvin Benjamin. I go with the Bills too. I don't think they'll do anything. The first, you know, he just got there, so I don't think they'll do anything. But I also go with the Bills. Uh, uh, yeah, I want to root for the Jets, but uh, no, <laughs> I go with the Bills. All right, so the next game up is the Bucks, uh, Saints, and the Saints are the home team. Saints. I'm I done with the, the Bucks. <laughs> Would you say, Swill? I'll go with the Saints as well. Okay. Yeah, I'm going with the Saints, not knowing if Jameis' uh, shoulder is doing any well, uh, is going to be well. I only think even if he was there, it would matter. All right, the next one up is uh, Falcons, Patriots. I'm sorry, excuse me, Falcons, Panthers. Panthers are the home team. Ah. I have no faith in the Falcons at the moment, so I'm going to go with the Panthers. I agree with, I agree, I agree, I agree. I also go with the Panthers. Okay. Um. Uh, I'm going to go Falcons. I don't know. I don't know which Cam is going to show up. You trust? Wait, wait. So you would trust Cam over Matt Ryan right now? Uh, I mean, you would trust Matt Ryan over Cam all the way around. Sorry. I I, I only say that because the Panthers just traded away Calvin Benjamin. Um, the, the, the Falcons still have, you know, they got Matt Ryan, but of course the receiving core is beastful. They still got great running backs. Their defense ain't played bad. Mm. I'm just saying the Falcons just got to, you know, when you got a Julio, <laughs> I, I, I just think the Falcons got a better shot. Okay. You, gotta get, you just don't know which can you get. 
You know, Cam, if you got that Cam who shows up where he played his best game of the season after, you know, he flirted with the, uh, the female reporter and they took it the wrong way, then, of course, you know, the Panthers will win. But if you got that Cam that looked like he's uninterested and is leaving out of press, press interviews and stuff like that, you know. So that's just my two cents. Moving right along, you got the Rams-Giants, the Giants are the home team. <laughs> I wait for Earl's opinion on this. <laughs> I'm gonna go with the Rams. I figured you would. <laughs> I figured you would too. <laughs> I'm, I'm also go with the Rams. <laughs> yep. Well, I think we all go with the Rams. Nice to suck. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Get get a decent draft pick. Get another QB. <laughs> or no, better yet, a running back. But unfortunately, the kid from Penn State is not eligible yet, at least nope. from what I can think. However. Okay. However, I'm not 100% sold that he might be durable enough in the NFL. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if they don't even go after him. They go after, like, a defensive tackle. Man, y'all need an O-line. <laughs> I know. <laughs> what makes it bad? I need a whole O-line. Not yes. even one. A whole O-line. I wouldn't be surprised if they go after a defensive tackle, though, in the, in the draft. It wouldn't surprise me. Y'all need the best start tackle in the game. <laughs> then work your way back in. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next up is Ravens-Titans. Uh, Titans are the home squad. Mm. I'm going to go with the Ravens. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I'm also going with the Ravens as well. Yeah, Flacco showed his toughness, toughness with that hit. I think he's going to come back with a vengeance. Uh, I, do, I, do, I do need Mariota to do something, but I, I just don't see it. Mm. Uh, all right, uh, Bengals-Jaguars. The Jags are the home team. Yeah, I'll go with the Jags. As much as I, I, I have a feeling Bengals is try, is gonna come away with the win, but I think Jags is that Jags too? Is in Florida, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna go with the Jags. I'm gonna go with the Bengals. I'm gonna go with the Jags. Speaking of the Bengals, so did you hear that uh, Cleveland? <laughs> oh, knew you was gonna bring that up. <laughs> yeah, that was Worked a big trade. Get AJ McCarron. And Cincinnati celebrated so hard that they forgot to call the league. No, it was Cleveland that celebrated so hard. Right, right. <laughs> I knew he was going to pick that up. Yeah, that That's why I said Cleveland it has to be by far the worst. I mean, they're not the worst team, but management-wise, Mike, I mean, I mean, man, like you, you can't script stuff like this. You can't make it up. Yeah, that's... That's a, no, uh, a, a new level of dysfunction if I ever done heard it. Like, that has to be down, put down as probably one of the worst management teams of all time, one of the worst management moves of all time. Like, they can't even get out their own way. And until they do something with management and executives, they, they, they're just going to have a tough – they're going to be tough. I mean, I put them out up there with almost with Jim Dolan and the Knicks. Oh, Wow. <laughs> That's I mean, a lot of dysfunction right there. That's that's I don't know. That's some that's some real strong words, man. I can't even say I can't even say strong with a T. No, that's I mean the Knicks is not. I mean, I take that back. The Knicks are slightly above because they do have some. You know, they do have some years of winning, but you know, as far as management's concerned, they they, they Cleveland is probably the one. I mean, management wise, I think Cleveland is the worst. 
Yeah, and I'm gonna give the Knicks by a by, by a millimeter. Millimeter. <laughs> <laughs> uh, above the uh, above Cleveland. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, next up on the list is uh, Broncos Eagles. Uh, Eagles are the home team. They just traded for Jay Ajayi. I was wondering yeah. why, though. Like, why? I mean, now I'm not saying from that standpoint, I'm from Miami. Miami? Yeah. yeah. Why would they trade him? Like, that's what I, I'm, 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 I'm puzzled about. Like, unless they know something, that, they know something that they ain't telling the Eagles about, because I mean, they traded him, but. I guess maybe they're looking to give uh give um Blunt a little bit of um I mean he got Smallwood another guy but I guess they maybe a little insurance policy coming down the stretch run right like the cold months like you know November and December where you want to kind of keep them fresh for you know you know the January and February runs. Well, I mean, I'm sorry. Um, you said the Broncos and Eagles. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. Eagles are the home squad. They have, they're still undefeated at home. I as think. Much as, I, as much as I hate giving Eagles fans credit, <laughs> I'm going to have to pick the Eagles on this one. Yeah. yeah. I'm, going with them, I'm going with them birds, too. Yeah, I got to go with them birds. Yeah. Only because I want the Eagles to do so well and get into the playoffs and then lose. <laughs> Sounds how you really feel. <laughs> Just walking to all those Eagles fans out there, like I told them at the beginning of the year, no matter what you guys do, at the end, you're still going to blow it. <laughs> I'm still going to put up a picture of 50 cents with that ridiculous smile on his face, letting you guys know when you blew it. Oh, then he drives off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Look at him like, man, I knew you guys were going to do it all year. <laughs> oh, my goodness. That's so know, I'm picking the Eagles just because, you know, Brock Osweiler is starting for Broncos. Man. No matter, Church, Simeon, Brock Osweiler, they should have traded for Jimmy Garoppolo. <laughs> <laughs> well, we don't even know. Jimmy only played two games. We don't even really know how he is. You know, we, I, I, I'm still – Jacoby Brissett, you know, he's doing well in Indianapolis coming out of the Cleveland system. You know, but this was only his second year. So, you know, he knew the Eagles system but probably didn't forget some of the other things that he learned as being a quarterback prior to becoming a, a, a Patriot. But when you sit in that system for so many years, man, I don't know. I, I, I can't call it. I just don't think that they – look, look at Matt Castle. He – he probably something to a real big contract. I mean, yeah, he's still in the league, but you don't hear nothing about that though. <laughs> we about to, we about to find out. Yeah, not only that. Um, wait, who did um San Francisco um let go again? Ryan Horry. He just signed back with the Patriots. For a three-year deal, at that. <laughs> and watch, you'll be like the uh, an all-star. <laughs> of course. Of course, he's probably one of them system quarterbacks. They pump out those system quarterbacks, man. Yeah, you could like if, if I mean, God forbid anything goes down. I mean, um, Tom Brady goes down. You're gonna see him doing nothing but touchdowns, no interceptions. Like the first couple of games, you know, is 
like you said, it's the system. Uh, it's definitely the system. But getting back to the picks, I'm sorry. Who was the um? Where right. was we at? So now it's Colts, Texans. Okay. Texans are the home squad. I'm gonna go with my man from Clemson, Deshaun Touchdown Watson. It is. <laughs> hey, I'm gonna go with touchdown too. Texans. Yep, same here. Hold up, say that again. Redskins, Seahawks. You said Seahawks is the home team? Yes, sir. Seahawks. <laughs> so both of y'all Seahawks? Yeah. Yeah, I think I might have to agree with you guys. Uh, Redskins ain't doing nothing. Next up is uh, Cardinals 49ers. The Niners are the home squad. Wait a minute. They haven't won a game yet? With the 49ers? Yeah. No. No, they haven't. Wow. Um, Upset alert, they will win this first game. Who are they playing again? Cardinals. <laughs> no, I'm going to go to Cardinals. <laughs> but how, you sticking with the Niners? Yes, I am sticking with the Niners. Shit, you better than me. I'm going to Cardinals. <laughs> Hey, you remember what happened last time when I picked on um, the team opposite of, of with, when the Giants and, and the Giants won that game? I agree. Well, uh, Niners are a whole different level of this fucking God yeah. bless you, sir. God bless you. <laughs> Next up is, oh, so this is going to be a dandy, a treat. Chiefs versus Cowboys. Cowboys mm. home squad. Let me see. Let me. Can you hear this? Nah, nope, can't say it again. <laughs> oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Are they really. Ho, ho, ho. Quest. Are they really appealing again to another. The, the, the Ezekiel Elliott suspension again? Yeah, yeah. So, for my understanding, yes, they are. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. Going with, I'm going with the Chiefs, regardless of whether he plays or not play. You go with who? I'm going with the I'm going with the Chiefs. Okay. I'ma also go with the Chiefs, but I will say this. I really I mean, all jokes aside, I want the Cowboys to make it to the playoffs so that Roger Goodell can suspend Ezekiel Elliott during those playoff runs. Like <laughs> this is getting to this is borderline ridiculous. Like are you just going to continue to keep appealing? Why don't you just serve the six-game suspension? It doesn't make sense anymore. Like, the more you keep prolonging it, you're going to end up going to the the most important second half of the season where all games is going to matter whether you make it into the playoffs. And you're going to keep yourself suspended, you know, during that run and going to cost your team out to get be out of the playoffs. Or better yet, let's see if you make it into the playoffs. You're still going to be suspended. Like, Well, I say let's run through these picks real quick and we can get to the other topic. Okay, I'm sorry. Right. Go ahead. Yeah, right, yeah. right. Yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. All right, so last two, uh, Raiders, Dolphins. Dolphins are the home squad. I go with the Raiders. 
Dolphins. Ooh, okay. I, I haven't I haven't seen enough from um, Oakland yet to really convince me yet. So I'm gonna go with Dolphins. Yeah, I think Raiders are fi- fighting for the playoff line, so I think they're gonna show up this week. And the Monday nighter. Oh, mind you, that the Raiders Dolphins is the Sunday night game. Okay. And the Monday night game, Lions Packers. The Packers are the home squad. You know, I'm going to go with the Packers on that one. Mm, interesting. Mm. I have not seen Brent Hundley play. Um, but I do know that the Lions are, are full full strength. But I'm going I'm going Detroit. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm also going to go with Detroit this time. Until Brett shows me something passing-wise, I'm, I'm going to have to go with Detroit. I'm sorry. Yep. I have to agree with you. And that, sir, is week nine. Uh, I unfortunately did not make the totals for week six. Uh, but, fire. <laughs> but if you want to do week seven and week eight, uh, Al, for those two, you are a balmy. Don't have to worry about it now. We can uh, just. We could calculate those, you know, somewhere down the road. Okay, okay. All right, sounds good. Sorry, I'm listening to a little bit of Van Halen and Hopper teacher at the moment, so. Hey, you're, getting your, you're definitely getting your 80s in. Yes. I'm, I'm saying, as long as if you can't play a little bit of red hot chili peppers, uh, you know, maybe throwing some Madonna, uh, Single lava, you know, it's you know, it's diversify that. Uh, get some get some ladies up in there. <laughs> he has a point. I'll talk about that later. All right. <laughs> All right, gentlemen. So next on the agenda, I know you, you you were starting to tell you what you know, explain to what really grinds your gears about this whole Ezekiel Elliott thing. So go ahead and continue on your uh, on your pedestal there, sir. Nah, I, I said all I need to say. It's just, I think it's just one of the most dumbest things that you can do. Like, how is it that, why not just serve the, get it over with? Like, prolonging it is not going to make things better. And then, who, I mean, I'm, I'm sorry, but who, who is, who is, you know, who is giving the dude advice to, to, to do the appeals? Like, eventually it's going to catch up to you. So, but he feels as though he ain't do nothing wrong. So what? Doesn't matter because at the end of the day, whether you appealing it is not going to overturn what they decided. Like, yeah, let's let's just call it like you see it. You're going to be suspended whether you, you you know whether you appeal it or not. So why not just get it over with? You could always, if you know, if you feel though you didn't do wrong, get paid. You know, get back paid for it. You know. Why be suspended? That's like because now you not only are you hurting your chances, you're hurting the team's chances. Just get it over with. Like I don't understand that. Yeah, I, I'm the same way. I'm like you know Ezekiel Elliott. I mean, yeah, he has every right to appeal this to the you know as much as he can to. I guess clear his name. I mean, even as far as going up to the Supreme Court and. Um, you know, at the end of the day, the Supreme Court has always followed through with it. They don't like getting into labor negotiations with with companies and employees. And at the end of the day, no matter what happens, 
the play the NFL players signed that CBA with the NFL, making you know Roger Goodell judge, jury, and executioner, and he has to write there any appeal. At the end of the day, you signed that contract. Regardless of how the process went down, you signed that contract. So you were leaving his you leaving your fate in his hands, no matter what the lady said as far as whether she thought the witness was credible or not. The case, no matter what she says, has to come on Roger Goodell's desk, and he will, at the end of the day, make the final decision. And if you appeal it, then guess what? If the Supreme Court appeals it and says you can't do that, guess what happens? It comes right back to Roger Goodell. And what's he going to do? He's not going to contradict his own statement. He's going to say it stands. So in my opinion, you can take up the Supreme Court all you want. Jerry Jones has screamed to the top of his lungs about how unfair it is, and I think it's going to, you know, he has merit to it. But at the end of the day, you sign that contract. And basically that contract says he can basically do whatever he wants to and just serve your six-game suspension. As much as Tom Brady tussled about that deflategate, and I thought that was completely ridiculous, at the end of the day, what did he do? Served it. Games at the beginning of the season where it was least, well, it was less likely instead of waiting on to the end of the season, where it was more likely with you in the playoff hunt, you take your lumps and go on ahead. And if you would have took his lumps, at the beginning of the season, more, more than likely, they would have probably been either 3-3 three and three or 3-2. Three and two. Either way, they would have probably would have been still in the middle of the hunt for the playoffs. Now, who knows if he's going to play this week? Who knows if he's going to play next week? Either way, you're going to serve a six-game suspension, whether it's going to be now or it's going to be later. And it's going to be six games, regular season, and playoffs no matter what. So I say take your six games now and be ready to go for the playoffs if you can make it to the playoffs. If you wait, 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 and they still give you six games and there's rules to the playoffs, Cowboys are screwed. Yeah, and you would not win that a game against the Redskins if it wasn't not all because of Zeke Elliott, but mostly because of Zeke Elliott. No, I agree with you, but you make a great point. But let's think about it because the Tom Brady thing, you know, during the whole summer, it was all about the flake gate. After he served that four-game suspension, like, you rarely heard anything about it anymore. He did what he was supposed to do. The Patriots moved on, and, you know, he was able to stay in the rest of the season, playing throughout the whole season in the playoffs, eventually to a Super Bowl championship. So the thing about it is, is that why wait when you have the opportunity to just get it over with? Because the more you delay it, not only are you delaying this, now this still becomes new. This still becomes an issue. So you're not going to get it, you know, you, it's still going to be in, in the mix of everything that you go through because the more you keep appealing, the more it's going to still be news. Like you could have served your six-game suspension, would have been done with it, and then focused stri strictly on Dallas Cowboys football. But yet here we are talking about it again. Like it doesn't make sense. And that's why I said whoever is giving him advice. I mean, here's my question. Didn't they appeal it before and he lost that appeal again? Is this like a second time that he's appealing it again? Like how long are you going to delay this? Well, I think it's really just appeal, you know, for the suspension. And it goes to different circuit court judges. And they say, well, that 
they didn't deny the appeal. They just say that the um, the suspension should go through. So they just kind of said that the appeal didn't really have merit. So either way, I mean, it's you still at the end of the day, you're gonna to have to sit in front of you know Roger Goodell, and he's not gonna contradict his order unless the owners tell him to. And if I'm the thirty other thirty-one owners, I'm telling Roger Goodell, let him sit out, especially the ones at the NFC. <laughs> I mean, we're talking about Jerry Jones, the, the one of the most powerful owners in the NFL. And I'm sure he's the one that's crying and taking all this crap because he thinks he has a very good team and he thinks that he can go pretty far into the playoffs. So, you know, bottom line is he's shelling out money because he wants to put a product out there to win and possibly bring back the Super Bowl to Dallas and but I, I agree with both of you. I say sit out now. I mean, they got some capable running backs, you know, and they're stable where if they can – of course, they're not as good as Zeke, but if they can still give you 100, 100 yards on the ground, make the run game respectable, that can, you know, that can still shine. So, if, uh, I don't know. I just wish he'd just go ahead and do it and just get over with. But we'll see how the whole thing plays out. Yeah, if Dak is everything that these people, you know, his commentators out there are saying he is, he's an all-pro and MVP and uh, a top-10 QB or one of the most lead – if he's everything these people say he is, then guess what? You shouldn't need him. Let, let, let Zeke sit out and let and let um, Dak, you know, take the six games. Uh, I agree. I agree because you don't, you don't ever hear Brady talking about he ain't got no run game. You know, I mean, the great quarterbacks do – what they need to do to win, you know, Brady, uh, uh, a man up in Green Bay. Uh, Before he got, you know, his shoulder cracked, but yeah, yeah. I mean, they all didn't have run games, and they still managed to win. Hell, even even Russell, and even Russell Wilson, he really don't got much of a, a run game, and he's still, you know, finding ways to win games. So, if know. he's everything you say he is, then basically have faith in Dax. And tell Zeke to just sit down and let this stuff go away. You know, yeah, you want to protect your reputation, but the longer you hold this out, the worse it's going to look on you. Agreed. Agreed. All right, fellas. Moving off to the next topic. Uh, I think last week, uh, Al, you and I touched on the World Series, and I think I predicted LA in seven. Um, it's not looking really good for LA right now. Uh, I believe Houston is up five nothing. If the change, the score hasn't changed. Uh, but you know, it's the World Series. These jokers have been playing some serious games where the team is down, but the, the other team still battles back. So either way, I think this has been a great playoffs for baseball. Um, it definitely, uh, definitely brought some excitement and some drama, as it usually does around this time. Uh, it's always a great look for baseball to have great games, and the, uh, the I believe that the I think the World Series, I guess, on the, the game on Monday night drew a, a higher rating than the NF, uh, Monday night football game. So you know, you know that's something good when when baseball, where a lot of people say baseball is boring, is drawing more eyeballs than football. But you know, I guess other folks will sit there and say there's other circumstances involved. But, the viewership in the NFL, so uh, I, I, 
you know, the, the, to briefly just touch back to NFL, I think I just read an article where Papa John's is pulling current ads, NFL ads, because they're saying their sales are down 7% this year due to the NFL. I'm like, maybe people are just tired of eating your pizza? Uh, <laughs> don't blame the NFL because you're losing 7% of your profit. I, no, but I digress. You're nah, you're absolutely right. Like, how can you blame one one? How can you blame one particular company or I mean sponsor or you know league for something that you know you don't like? You said it could be just that there's so many other pizzas um chains out there. There's Pizza Hut. You know, there's so many other different chains out there that maybe you know that's the reason why. So just be the change. <laughs> yeah, to blame to blame just one entity is just that's that's I don't believe that for a fact. Right, but either way, I love this time of year. This is the only time of year that you can sit there and get pretty much all major sports playing in one month at all time, and it's just awesome for it's awesome for the month of October and November when you can get all of that. And when I'm talking about all major sports, I'm talking about even dipping down into college ranks and get some college sports things too. So. This awesome time of year, and really, really sorry to see baseball go. Um, but definitely looking forward to spring training when it runs back around in the spring. So, best of luck to LA and Houston. I tip my hat to whomever the victor uh, comes out of Game Seven. I, it's well deserved, and uh, they either either team is well deserving of the, of the World Series championship. And, and I, I wish either team well. Yeah, I think it's uh, definitely been a very exciting, I mean, uh, playoffs and World Series. I think, um, you know, you got not your biggest market team, you know, your biggest market teams in there, but I think you got a very good, compelling series. I think they don't really heat up until the later innings, like, you know, you know, you know, five and, you know, five and afterwards. But, um, you know, it's definitely been a good series. I mean, right now, I think I'm Houston is still up 5-0. I, I think they're probably going to basically wrap it up tonight. I think, um, you know, you know, Verlander last night just, you know, sometimes you win them, sometimes you lose them. But um, I think um, I don't think it's capture everything from football per se because I think the real telltale sign is going to be next season because you don't know whether or not these these protests are going to roll into next season, and you don't know what playoffs. You know, you don't know what baseball and football are going to be next season. So I think. The telltale sign is if you see football viewership go down and there's no and there's still are protests next year, then you see baseball kind of flourish. And I guess you can say, well, baseball is gaining some ground, you know, on football per se. But um, right now, I think it's just a a blip. I think that the protests won't go into next year as long as nothing serious happens that makes people want to sit down. But I think for everybody that's, I think for people that have issues with the protest, I think that's one issue. But I think don't think you should. I don't see how that equates to Papa John's or viewership or anything like that. You still want to tune in to watch good football. I mean, there's still good football being played. The protest happened before the game was even played. So if you're discounting football altogether because of that, that's that's unfortunate. But I think. Um, I don't know. The, um, the the playoffs, the World Series have definitely been a lot more compelling right now because I don't think there's a lot of 
good market teams in the NFL right now that you can hang your hat on. I mean, the Patriots are, you're not sure. Aaron Rodgers is out hurt. I mean, outside of that, who do you have in the NFL that's really that shining star team that you want to tune in week in and week out to see? I don't think there's really any team out there right now. I think right now, I think the NFL is a lot more like basketball right now where it's a lot more even than people want to make it out to be. I mean, basketball, I mean, Golden State and Cleveland are losing every other night. Football is a lot more like that. So I think it's, I think it's, I think it's going to be a, a very compelling, you know, coming down the stretch into, you know, until November, December. I think the playoffs are going to be very interesting. I think who you think is going to be in the playoffs starting in the beginning of the year is not going to be in the, who's going to be in the playoffs at the end of the year. So I think this is going to be the next probably four to five weeks is probably going to really determine who's going to be in the playoffs in the NFL. And who do you predict to win this game tonight with the Houston and L.A.? Or do you even have a, a prediction? I'm going to have a horse in the race, but right now, I mean, Houston's up 5-0, but these teams have always seen the, you know, let off fireworks after the fifth inning. So, I mean, I think the Dodgers probably have a little bit to kind of at least make it interesting, but I think Houston takes it. My my prediction would be 8-3. to three. I wouldn't be surprised if this game doesn't go into extra innings, but, you know, who knows? <laughs> I agree with you on that. I, I I definitely agree that. I wouldn't be surprised if it goes extra innings, too, or be a lot closer than what it is right now. But um, I also have – I I just thought that – I originally, I, last week, I think I did say that L.A. was going to win it, um, but I didn't want Houston to win it for that city. Um if anything, with everything that's been going on in Houston, I wanted them to – I would be – you know, I wouldn't – you know, it wouldn't matter to me. I I would want Houston to win it for their city more so than L.A., I, even though I picked L.A. to win the series. All right. Well, I guess in a couple hours, because, you know, their games typically last longer than three hours just because of how tense and how it ends up, but I guess before we go to sleep tonight, gentlemen, somebody be crowned the World Series champion. <laughs> Kudos to, to LA and or Houston, depending on what goes on. Yeah. Um, but before we continue on, we would like to thank our sponsors um, real quick for um, for for sponsoring us. We really appreciate um, all those that are looking to also sponsor us. You know, you always reach out to guys talking sports, but. For now, we want to thank those sponsors, sponsors that we have currently um, out there right now. So let's take a minute to thank our sponsors. Holiday cash. You need it, and I know where to get it. My bookie is the place to score some serious cash on your sports predictions. Believe it or not, the holidays are just around the corner. While that means plenty of parties, gifts, and spending, it also means there's a lot of football, basketball, hockey games you can score big on every day. Man up, or woman up, because we don't discriminate on you. Play like the pros on game day. You can play the money line, side, or total. My bookie is your hookup for all your betting needs. It offers super fast payouts when you win. Where you bet is just as important as who you're betting on. 
And if you want to make the money betting the games, you gotta go to mybookie.ag. They're the only site guys talking sports recommend. We trust them. But you don't have to take my word for it. Check them out. They have odds on every matchup and a mobile site that makes wagering on your smartphone a breeze. Join now, and my bookie will match your deposit with up to 50% bonus. Use promo code GUYSTALK to activate the offer. Visit mybookie.ag. Visit mybookie.ag today. You play, you win, you get paid. All right, well, we're back, and we'd like to thank mybookie.ag for continuing to sponsor us, and we'd like to thank all those other sponsors out there as well that's sponsoring us as well. So let's continue on with the conversation, and um, is there anything else that y'all wanted to add in regards to the World Series before we move on to other sports? Nope, just looking for a good series. <laughs> yeah, same here. Yeah, they definitely – the, the, the postseason in itself for baseball has been awesome this year. So, okay, all right. So, um, I guess we could talk a little bit of NBA um, before we we wrap it up. Uh, so, any surprises or anything that y'all want to comment in regards to the NBA is concerned? Um, yeah. Well, as, uh, as 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 Earl pointed out, uh, Cleveland lost again uh, tonight. Um. They are definitely feeling the the woes of not having a point guard or at least a legitimate point guard. You think that Calderon could at least hold down a ship, but I mean, he must be playing like pure butt. Um, <laughs> but uh, I think, we would, like we stated earlier, you know, you're eight games, nine games into the NBA season, I could care less. You know, I think Miami, their first year when the big three got together, were like 20 and 22. And they still ended up going to the to NBA Finals. So, like baseball, basketball has a very long season. You know, to be three and five right now means nothing because they could then turn around and win 20 games in a row. They'll be a first place running away with it. So, uh, outside of that, outside of, you know, this whole Eric Bledsoe and Jaleel Okafor situation, you know, it's, and I guess everything is to be, everything to me at least seems to be work going as normal for the NBA. Teams that are supposed to be playing well are playing well outside of Cleveland. And, um, you know, L.A. is playing decent. Uh, give them some props. They're still young in the season, you know. Once some of those rookies start to feel that grind past 30 or 35 games, then they'll really understand that you know, the NBA is much different than it is in college, so I think I think LA is going to cool off. You know, uh, I don't think they're going to make the playoffs by no stretch of the imagination. But I, I will I will admit that you know Lonzo is playing well. Um, he's doing some good things. Um, but overall, you know, it is what it is. The season the season is doing well. The Knicks are playing better than I would ever expect. <laughs> Even uh, Brooklyn is playing halfway decent ball. Um, so. Everything is good, you know. Let's 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 talk about the NBA, where everything stands after Christmas. You know, when you have the Christmas games, you can really see if Cleveland is as bad as they really are, or they're just in a funk right now because of the injuries. 
Yeah, I agree. I think um, at least with the NBA, I mean, you, you, you know, you got, you know, teams are always going to start off doing good and then they kind of taper off by like, you know, by like the all-star break. For me, I don't particularly care much about the NBA really until the all-star break because I think really in the beginning before the all-star break is really teams just kind of, you know, jockeying for position, trying to blend, you know, other guys that got in on the team. Once you get the all-star break and after that, I think after the, the first 10 games of the all-star break is really tells you who's going to be the contenders for real and who's going to, you know, who's really looking for lottery picks. But, I mean, Cleveland's starting off slow. I'm not that terribly concerned about that. I will be, however, concerned. They're still doing bad by the end of December because if you're waiting on Isaiah Thomas to be the savior and he has to kind of get himself in the basketball shape, but you don't know how he's going to, you know, meld with the team, if they're doing bad still by December, that's a problem. Right. But, but for Golden State, look, any team to go to the you know, NBA Finals is hard. Back to back, harder. Three times, harder. Four times, psh, they can have the best players on the team, but I don't know. It's just like they lose a couple of bets. So I won't concern myself about the uh, but with Golden after um all-star break, but I think that um you know Memphis is doing good. I think Houston is doing good right now. We don't know. So I mean, for right now, I think that I wouldn't be too concerned about Cleveland until December. Golden State, I'm not that concerned. I think they're not that far out of place. But um, I think really Memphis and Houston are really the teams that really surprised me. I'm really looking forward to. OKC to see how they blend with all their, with, with their quote unquote big three. And if I'm Uncle Four, yeah, I get out of Philly because they're not looking at you. I mean, they gave, you know, Joel Embiid all that money for a person who hasn't played a full season in the last three years. Markel Folks is quote unquote shoulder injured for whatever reason. I think it's more, you know, other stuff going on, but they want to call it a shoulder injury for three weeks. So it just goes to the um, Sixers that they redshirt every rookie that they get. So I won't surprise if after three weeks they're saying he's not playing to next year. They don't need him because Ben Simmons has been playing actually pretty good. Yeah. No, I, I completely – this whole NBA season, it's too early. It's very – I mean, to put it bluntly, it's way too early to tell. I mean, Cleveland lost the Pacers, not really – like the end all be all. I mean, to be honest, all the Cleveland losing these ga- these past couple of games just make me like diminish my um the the Brooklyn Nets and when they beat them because to be told everybody seems to be beating Cleveland nowadays. So, um, but like you said, it's too early in the season. The season just started. You know, it's gonna take time for everyone to gel. So, like you said, I mean, come Christmas time or you know around that time frame, we'll see how the NBA. See how Cleveland does. We'll see how all teams do. Um, I will say this though: the Eastern Conference teams is playing a lot better than I expected. Um, to be honest, they're beating the Western Conference teams, and that's pretty. That's very much a surprise because you see all these Eastern Conference teams now beating the Western Conference teams out there. So you know, I think the Eastern Conference is going to be a lot more tougher. Um, there are some surprises. I think Orlando um, having the record that they have, they got a really good team. Um, I was definitely shocked and surprised at how they, how they're playing, how well they're playing. Um, 
between them and Detroit and all these, you know, um, other teams playing. I think we'll see how this all tapers off come Christmas time. Um, did you, I agree with you about the Jalil Okafor. Um, he definitely needs to be out of Philadelphia. To be honest, he needs to go to a team that can utilize his skill set the best possible way. Um, whether it be whoever Boston or whoever on the teams are, we'll, we'll wait and find out. Same thing with Eric Bledsoe. So we'll see how that plays out. There's really nothing new about the NBA that we can honestly say that's been riveting because it's only been the beginning of the season. So we'll see how the rest of the NBA season plays off, and we'll take it from there. Well, you know, like I said, like baseball, basketball is an 82-game season. Mm-hmm. It's definitely a marathon, not a sprint. Unlike football, if you lose the first three, four games, you're pretty much done. Yeah. <laughs> And don't be like college football. You lose one game, that's it. Well, yeah, that's true, too. Well, yeah, college football, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So, you know, you're out of the playoffs off of that one game. So, but um, I think that's all we have time for. Um, I'm correct? Yeah, so I believe that's all we have time for. So, I'd like to thank everybody for checking us out. And um, just, fellas, let everybody know where they can reach you. Well, you know, you can find me on Twitter. Um, yeah, uh, CatDaddy1963. I think that's right. Uh, C-A-T-D-A-D-D-Y1963 on Twitter. <laughs> I always get it wrong for some reason. <laughs> you can catch me at um, on Snapchat, on Twitter, on um, the gram at J-E-R-O-S-S-7 at. That's me. And of course, you can find me at um, I am Al Qualls on Twitter and on Instagram. Again, it's I am Al Qualls. Um, I don't even know how I got to the point of taking over this thing. Um, <laughs> hey, 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 well, maybe you're just destined to take over. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Um, I don't even know how I got to that point. But um, thank everybody for checking us out. Uh, we just we we we're going crazy because this tonight. Thank everybody for checking us out, guys, Talking Sports. Make sure you subscribe. Check out us on SoundCloud, on iTunes, on Google Podcasts. Uh, make sure you subscribe anywhere you can. Um, we appreciate the love. Check out all the sponsorships. Thank you, all sponsorships on mybookie.ag, all the other sponsorships out there. We really appreciate it. Until next time, when we talk more sports, more Major League Baseball, where the new champion is crowned. We talk the NFL, more um, predictions, of course. And, of course, we talk about the NBA because you never know what's going on in the NBA. So, until then, next time, check, catch Guys Talking Sports, and we'll see y'all again. One. Two. One.